for me, trusting the process means patience. Yung talaga, wala na ibig sabihin ng trusting the process hindi mag-antay ka. What does it mean to trust the process for anyone who is thinking of switching careers and maybe feeling lost? Or for anyone who has been given a huge responsibility leaving you overwhelmed? This is your reminder that you are not alone. We all have our own journeys and sometimes we have to trust the process. Apaano ba to? Special series. Supers, welcome back to Paano Bato the Podcast, a Spotify exclusive, produced by me, Bianca Gonzalez, and Animal Podcasts. For this episode of Trust the Process, say hello to the president of One Mega Group, Suki Salvador. I'm Suki Salvador. I'm 42 years old, and I've been working in media and publishing for 15 years now. This is Suki, editor, fashion stylist, creative director, and president of One Mega Group. From studying pre-med, he changed careers and worked his way up from being an assistant in a studio to leader of a multimedia company in charge of titles like Mega Magazine, Lifestyle Asia, and soon Vogue Philippines. On a more personal note, Suki is actually a key figure of how Paano Bato became a book in 2014. I was then the editor-in-chief of Meg Magazine, which was under one mega group, and I pitched the concept and content of my book to him and the company's late founder, Saria. I was there when Paano Bato started. I remember we were in, in the office and mm-hmm. you presented in... And, and a conference room plus tatlo lang ata tayo doon. And then um, you came up with a name. I saw I saw the the transcript, etc. And I remember I was I was in a beach house and it was supposed to be a relaxing weekend. And um, I brought it with me. And the entire time I was editing it in front of the beach. So I enjoyed it so much that it didn't feel like work at the time. I was so into it and I wanted to make sure that it was it was beautiful and it became a book and then today it's a show with merchandise and, and all of that stuff. So I'm really, really, really happy to be here, everyone. In this episode of Trust the Process, I wanted to hear how Suki went from med student who double majored in biology and math to leaving it all behind and ending up in the creative industry. Let's listen to his story. I wanted to start with your college course. It was entirely okay. different from what you are doing now. So, so please different. tell everyone the story. So first of all, one of my brothers, he got sick with dengue. I think we were in, we must have been in grade school or middle school. And at the time, he was very, very sick. And I was the bantai because like my siblings were working, I was studying or my parents were working. So I was the one who was with him in the hospital. And it was very complicated and he almost lost his life. And 
when I saw the way the doctors were treating him, I was so fascinated with medicine. Like, I love the rush of people running to a room because that's what happened. A lot of things were happening to him physically. And I was shocked, scared, but at the same time, excited to be there. Um, so that was the, the first interest that I had. I really wanted to go to med school. And I mean, throughout high school, I, you're only supposed to take one science. In, in my high school, at least, I took three, Bianca. Wow. Um, I really wanted to, I really wanted to do it. During summers, I attended pre-med conferences. Maganyan, as in, ginasosan ko talaga siya. Kasi feeling ko, yun talaga yung parang destiny ko. And so I went to, to New York University to study biology. And I know that biology wasn't just about like anatomy or chemistry. There was a lot to do with calculations. So I double majored in math. So it was like bio and math like that I really studied. And I was, I was in New York City. I was a teenager. I, like it was such a big city. I, was, I left home for the first time and there was so much stimuli. Pero nasa library ako. I mean, like I wasn't partying. I wasn't dining out. I was, I was in, the, in like a private room, like studying the entire week. And for someone who spent a lot of money for college, Staying in the library was kind of silly if you think about it. You're supposed to enjoy the freedom, like a beautiful city like New York. But no, I was so focused. Pero may catch. At that fourth year, I realized I couldn't do well past 2 a.m. Like I literally turned into a monster, Bianca. Parang whether I'm partying or hanging out with friends or studying. Pag hit na ng 2 a.m., nagiging monster na ako, parang mainit na yung ulo ko, etc. So, I realized, nako, parang hindi ata to pwede sa pasyente. Like, it would be so unfair for people to deal with a physician like me, who's moody, who's mainit na ng ulo, who's giving, who, who might have been bastos because I was puyat. I felt that that was unfair. And so after all of those years of studying, I quit. I quit, Bianca. And I packed my bags. I came home. And I was so lost. So, so lost. And I was just doing odd jobs, I guess. I was, kung ano mang dumating, kung sino makailangan ng tulong, pinsan, ate, you know, kaibigan, if they needed an errand, if they needed help, you know, filing paper. First, kung ano man, like that's what I did when I came home after all of that study. Grabe talaga. What a yeah. story. Did yes. you, is disappointed the right term? How did you feel about you going home? I was excited to go home. I wasn't disappointed. I didn't regret the decision I made mm. simply because... I've always known at such a young age that a job is not really for you. It's for other people. Whether you are an accountant or whether mm. you are a doctor or like a host like you, a job is never about you. If you're, an, if you're a host, you're supposed to be engaging. You're supposed to be interesting for your audience. If you are an accountant, 
you have to make sure that the numbers are right for your client. If you are a doctor, you have to give them the right care. So I was already in that headspace. So parang kahit ang dami kong ginawa while studying pre-med, kahit hindi ko siya tinuloy, hindi ako na, I didn't feel bad about it at all. Ang galing, that's such a beautiful perspective because in yeah. a lot of cases, if you end up not pursuing your original dream, there is yeah. that failure mentality or I disappointed my parents' expectations, etc., right, right. etc. Et but yeah. you give such a uplifting take that it's not yes. necessarily a bad thing if you what you thought you wanted to be turns out hindi mm. balayon. From going home, rocketing here and there, tell yes. us the turning point of how you ended up as a operations manager. Is that correct? That's right. That's right. So. I have a friend who was like, Suki, we're looking for ushers for local productions. I'm like, okay, so yeah, sounds like fun. You're going to show people to their seats. Ganyan. You're going to ask people to turn off their cell phones because it's a distraction for the performers. I'm like, yeah, why not? I mean, it was paying about at that time like 500 pesos a night. Right? Like enough to like, you know, get to work and maybe like have a few a drink. <laughs> a drink at that time. So I said yes to the ushering job. And that kept going on and on and on because the the, the performance scene here was so alive. Right? And then um one of the directors, Bobby Garcia, he had he has a best friend, the late Raymond Isaac. And so he's like. Suki, you speak English because he's so Spanish. He speaks like that. Yes, Derek. Um, Raymond is ano, is is um, looking for a, an operations manager. I'm like, okay, sure. So I went into I went into the interview. I was so mesmerized by the photographs on his wall and his ceilings. I go, ano to? Parang parang bago to. This is very very different for me. Again, wala naman akong ginagawa. So, I said yes to the job. And I was I must have been like 22 years old and at the time I was big on titles. Like admittedly, I mean like for, for especially if you're if you have friends, parang pag nakalagay manager na agad, parang wow, cool siya, whatever, <laughs> 'di ba? Parang importante sa mga youth yon. So, it said operations manager. But little did I know that that really meant <laughs> Alalay, <laughs> Like if you're an operations manager, it means you're either getting coffee, you're taking calls, you're answering emails, you're ordering food for someone, or you're at for for Raymond transferring photos to a hard drive. Yung maganon parang yun yung yun pala yung job na. I signed up for. But, operations you know, I, 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 integral to make his. Operations, operations successful, yeah. yeah. So I signed up and I ended up staying there for five years, Bianca. It was such a great experience. Wait, how do you reconcile your fascination with being a doctor and your sudden love for yeah. the world of photography? Yeah. So ito na, this is the part that I was gonna share talaga. Um, so this is about trusting the process, diba? 
when you are young, whether it's in grade school, when you, even when you're a child or when you're in high school, your future has already been chosen for you. You just don't know it yet. There are certain signs, tendencies, signals that are already present in 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 those early years. That ikaw na bahala if you will interpret it as just a hobby or just an interest or something that you really want to pursue. It's already there, and that's exactly what happened to me. Backwards to high school, my guidance counselor was telling me, Suki, you probably should not go to medical school. I'm like, what? Why? I'm like top 10 percentile of, of my batch. Parang I'm, I'm taking all of these sciences like I mentioned. Why not? I have the grades. I have, I have all of the extracurricular activities. I was like a, a pretty decent student. And then she said... Um, You're you're really good in the arts. Tapos Bianca natawa ko. As in, I laughed so hard because this is something a lot of my colleagues know. I don't know how to draw. Every time I give instructions, it's, it's always in stick figures. And even in my early years as an art director or a creative director, yun yung parang insecurity ko. Kasi parang a lot of, like in my head at least, if you are creative, you're, if you're in the arts, dapat man lang marunong ka mag-shading or mag-ganyan, di ba? Pero ako, hindi ko talaga alam yon So, that was something that I had to overcome. And I laughed when she told me that I was good in the arts. And in fact, she told me that I got the highest score for art in my entire batch. I was like, how is this even possible? Teka lang, teka lang. Parang how would I... How would I get the highest score if I don't know how to draw? I mean, I can kind of paint, etc. And then yung pala, Bianca, the assessment for the top scores was how you arrange your final portfolio. Wait, wait, wait. What so is a final was, portfolio? So it's like a giant, para siyang dalawang kartolina. Ganyan. Okay. And what Tas is... Tapos okay. mo your body of work. So in so high all, school, this was this was anything your prints, your your sketches, your your paintings, ganyan kahit wala siyang masyadong meaning. It was it was the way I arranged it. Kumbaga, that was my first foray into layout. Wow. You don't know what I mean. So parang getting the top score, beating all of these amazing artists in my batch. Like I guess meant something. And this is what I mean by your career has already been decided for you very, very early on. An example would be if you are, if you don't like school and you like to socialize, you know every bouncer in town and they can get you and your friends in a club. You could probably do PR, diba? Kung mahili kang magkwento or you like to bridge people together, you can probably do like, you know, marketing or whatever. Parang, those are the little cues that I, I'm, I'm talking about um, that are already there. And it's really up to you to kind of listen. So I guess the interest in the arts was there. I just took a mini break for medical school. And then the, the creative bug just really, really bit me um, when I joined Raymond. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yes. 
it's so much that I want to ask as follow-ups, but I want to go ahead on in the, I'll tie this together later, I hope. Okay. So from operations manager, is that when you jumped in to then mega publishing? That's right. Director? That's right. So um, for, for, for all those five years, I met a lot of people, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And I'm really proud because the people that I met are some of the biggest names today. Like I remember Jigs Mayuga. He would just hang out in the studio. Jella Laurel, I mean, top makeup artist, right? She would come to the studio. She'd be like, Suki, wala pang shoot si Raymond. Tara mag-test shoot tayo. Tapos, biyakaandala niya parang lunchbox ng makeup. Parang siguro tatlong pirasong brush, isang foundation, a couple like eye palettes, ganyan-ganyan. Tapos yun, naglalaro kami. So, like all of those years, I got to meet a lot of people. Um, from stylist, makeup artist, print producers, advertising people, clients, celebrities, you name it. Like, everyone that I work with currently up to this day, those are the people that I met, both like, you know, the mga Nyoras, the mga Juan Sartes, Ting Dukes of this world, um, and the mga Vilma Santos even, Sharon Conetta. Those were some of the people that we were photographing down to um, the kids of like Carmina Villarroel. Yung mga ganyan, like, I, I saw them all kind of grow up and now they're some of like the biggest you know, most relevant celebrities. So that's that's what I kind of did in those five years, apart from learning the business. So it wasn't just photography that I was there for. It was it was really how to how to do costing, how to client serve, how to really deal with an irate, you know, person or like a celebrity that wasn't having the best of days. Like how do you manage them and you know, encourage them to perform para matapos yung trabaho. Yung mga ganon, those are kind of like the skills that that I learned in those years. And because of the network that I was able to make there, somehow, like, you know, nakilala na rin ako. Um, and then I got calls from different publishing houses um, asking me to audition either as an art director or as a creative director. So I went to all three companies I interviewed with all and then I chose one mega group Grabe. please share with us because this is originally a topic that I wanted to invite you for paano but for so correct me if I'm wrong the story is when you were hired specifically for group creative director or executive creative director yes. you said okay Suki you will be creative director of like 10 titles that's right. And your story was nasukaka. Nasukaka ko. With the huge responsibility that was going to be given to you. That's right. Because for the first two years of my employment in, in, in one mega group, I was creative director of Lifestyle Asia and Manual. So I was really comfortable there. Pag nakikita ko yung mga mega girls and boys, parang ang taas talaga ng tingin ko sa kanila. Kasi syempre flagship siya, ba? Parang sila at takat maybe two other titles ng naman talaga naglalaban-laban. So, I never saw myself being a part of that team. Parang, masyadong mataas for me. Like, they were kind of like the cool kids that you will never get invited to have lunch with them. Parang ganon. Ganon yung, ganon yung feeling ko. And then one day, um, my boss, Lorraine Belmont, she goes, 
Oh, Suki, you've done such a fantastic job at Lifestyle Asia. You're getting a promotion. You're doing all 10 brands. I was like, what? Like, by Lorraine. That's what I said. And then just adjacent to her, to her office was a toilet. I went straight in there. And like, I kind of felt so stressed. And this was after lunch. And I like literally hurled my lunch. Like, it was, I've never experienced anything like that before. Para akong... I guess nabuhusan na malamig na tubig or yung mga ganong saying. So it was it was such a it was such a shock to me, honestly. Like I never I never thought I would be capable of or even be considered for for something like that. And like honestly, Bianca, like I'm the type of person na hindi matcha dumata sa tingin ko sa sarili ko. Like I just feel like I'm a regular guy. What Yeah, like honestly, like it's like I'm so simple. Like it doesn't look like it because you know my kilay is like maayos. You know what I mean? And like I like to wear blazers, ganyan. But like I'm a guy who just likes to be with friends. I I'm happy eating three times a day. I love it when my family is happy. That's it. Like all of these things are all just like extra. So to be even considered for 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 like a top. Creative position in in the country, like there's there are only three slots, deba. Was such a huge honor for me, and I, again, like never in my wildest dreams that I think it would be possible for me. Wow! So when you entered Raymond's studio, you were twenty one. Did you say? 21? I was twenty one, twenty one, twenty two, thereabouts. So by yeah. the time this happened, you were. I was already twenty seven. Ganyan. Okay. Yeah, around twenty seven years old. Being yeah. in the position you are in now, you're president yeah. of One Mega Group, you have hired yeah. many Suki Salvadors also. What yes. do you think she saw in you to tap you for that? Looking back now. I think she looked at her brand and really tried to see a person that could represent that brand. Kasi maraming naman magaling na artist. Maraming magaling magsalita. Maraming... Tahimik, pero halimaw mag-layout, ganyan. Um, but for her company, which is her brand, it's a prestige publication. So she needed someone who spoke well, who dressed okay or better than the average, or, it, or someone who was naturally into clothing. I felt like those were the reasons why she chose me. And, and I, thinking about the answer to your question, She was already very strategic. And as a boss, that's what we should all be. We should all be strategic. So you have to kind of match the brand with the people that you hire. Yeah. Wow. I yeah. also do think, and maybe this is a personal bias for you. Yeah. It is your, I think, tell me if I'm correct, openness and curiosity. You have this yeah. constant openness to receive feedback and curiosity yes. to learn new things. Right. Would you agree? I agree. I know it's things you won't I, say about yourself kasi. So, right, right, ko, right. Baka, baka kaya ito? Yes, I agree. Kasi parang I go back to like my values when I quit med school, when I was surprised to be named creative director of One Meg Group. Like the job was never about me. And every time I receive feedback, I know it's nothing personal. 
it's about things that I should work on so that I can be better for my audience, for my clients, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think if you have that kind of like foundation, like you'll never get lost. So kahit, you know, away-awayan ka pa or kahit yung magreklamo pa yung tao mo for uh, the imperfections of your company, okay lang, di ba? Kasi parang you're supposed to be open to all of these feedback. Yeah, definitely. And that journey, that attitude, um, that desire to serve has yeah. brought you from that and then yes. eventually assistant vice president and eventually That's president right. That's right. Yes. Mega group. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you also about this. Um, we grew up in an analog world. That yes. is our generation. And almost so very quickly, things became digital. Yeah. And I was just curious, how do you keep up with the changing times? Yeah. I've always felt like content will always be necessary. And even before all of this like digital stuff, I know that, you know, maybe one day newspapers will disappear or like magazines will disappear or even websites will disappear. Maybe we will consume content in the air. I don't know, right? But you will need a writer to write words. You will need a photographer to take pictures. Or you will need an artist to maybe, you know, create an NFT. So I've always felt like it doesn't matter where I put the content, the images, the text, the layout. It's all the same. The only difference would probably be length. Because a magazine, like a page, is about 600 words. If it's a website article, it's probably about 400 to 500. If it's a tweet, it's 160 characters. Yung ganon, parang, I've always thought of the limitations of the platform. And then that's how I adjusted. So, yun lang, parang timpla-timpla lang, like what would be appropriate for this platform versus that platform all of your amazing pictures and videos should probably go into Instagram or Facebook. All of your, you know, fun stuff can go on TikTok. All of your kalokohan, all the entertaining stuff, unfiltered stuff can go on YouTube. All of like maybe one picture with a little bit of text can, can go on Twitter. So that's how I, that's how I, I adjusted. Another thing that I wanted to ask you before we go to the process shortly yeah. lang, I know that in your journey mentors mm. have played a huge role which is why yes. you are also a mentor to so many of us yes a bit about that I've always liked teaching even when I was ushering for those Broadway shows I was also coaching on the side for a volleyball team in Assumption in Makati so early. I was teaching that early, I was already teaching like grade school kids and high school kids how to set a ball, spike a ball, serve a ball. I've always liked kind of sharing my knowledge. And one of my mentors, Anna Sobrepeña, she told me that you should always hire people that are better than you. And you should always share what you know because magbuboomerang siya. Pag meron kang nakwentong natutunan mo, babalik siya sa'yo in some form. May not, it may not be in that particular conversation, but probably in another encounter. So I kept that in mind. I also learned from my other mentor, Raymond Istaak, that if work is good, even 
competitor mo siya, tawagan mo. Tawagan mo si Kalaban, sabi mo, ang ganda ng trabaho ang ginawa mo doon. So, all of those little lessons kind of stayed with me and those to the ex- sinunod ko siya sinunod ko yung mga payo ng mga mentor ko so i guess that's what i try to do with the people that i'm teaching today na parang yeah you should invest in this condo and you should take a side job and you, yung mga ganyan para lang mas ma-enjoy nila yung life nila so we will talk about a bit about your process Yes. So right now, um, for example, you have an issue. It's very multi-platform yeah. today. Madami yes. siyang elements. Um, yes. Tell us briefly about your process in coming up with the concept, with the different parts of it, to put right. like a, a sabog all together. Right. So you start off with a theme. So whenever you guys are doing something, you start off with one theme. Wag lima, okay? Isa lang. Parang take a trend, just one. Parang ganun. So you you start there, and you, and then that becomes your um, offshoot for all of the sections. You divide the content into two. One is yung sure mangyayari, and yung kalahati, yung hindi sure mangyayari. Because there's a breaking news, there's something... There's something else that's trending. So all of that last-minute stuff, yun yung ilalagay mo sa huli. So when you combine the two together, dun na bubuo yung isang issue or uh, the content plan for the entire month of a website. So it's kind of like taking evergreen content versus trending relevant content and then you combine them to form the cover or the, the entire issue. Yes, for those who are not familiar with publishing or media speak, evergreen means yeah, forever. Kahit hindi siya maluluma, um, it will still be a- applicable whether it's summer or tagulan or Pasco or hindi Pasco. Which is why um, in in magazines we never put Merry Christmas or we never say Happy Holidays. Because we know that after December, come January, hindi na siya relevant. So maybe we'll put like something red like on the cover of a December issue. Ta pag tumawid ng February, pwede pa rin siya pang Valentine's. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yes. Well, like I mentioned yes. earlier about the analog to digital shift, right? Before yeah. kasi when we would shoot a magazine cover, yun lang siya. Doon lang siya yeah. makita on the cover exactly. of the physical magazine. But now it's very different. That one cover shoot, and daming BTS released as this tidbit. So, yes. um, share with us a bit about that process. How you turn one piece of content technically right. into a lot. So now, basically, um, people don't want to always see just the final product. They want to see everything that happened before. It was created and after it was created. So um, we learned in the last few years that you should document everything. Document the brainstorming, the actual production behind the scenes, obviously the, the main the main cover, the main issue, and then after that, the reactions of the audience. So you kind of... It's more because you, you record all of that stuff and then you choose the platform where it's best to use that. Okay, we'll end with a few quick questions. Sure. What is one thing you feel you did right in your journey? I think that I did it for others and not for money. 
What is one thing you could have improved on or done better in your journey? I think I should have said no more often because maraming manloloko dyan. Um, a lot of people will try to get something for free, whether it's a client, a friend, a tita, na parang, gawin mo naman akong logo para sa negosyo ko. Or parang, pwede ba magpadagdag ng isang layout? Or wala kasi kaming budget para ganito. O ba't kayo nag-shoot kung wala kayong budget? Yan yung mga na-realize ko ngayon. Um, I said yes to a lot of things, even if it made me uncomfortable. So that's probably the one thing that I would change. The second thing I would change is probably trying to do too much. Um, I was doing a lot. I was doing... Um, racket. I was doing a full-time job. I was coaching a volleyball team. I was trying to spend time with a partner. I was trying to spend time with family. I was doing too much that I felt I missed out on a lot of things. What I say that I mean by rest. I wish I rested more. Yeah, that's very yeah. true. But as they say, we're built like that in our 20s so that we can take that's true. more. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, fill in the blanks. Please say for me, trusting the process means? For me, trusting the process means patience. Yung talaga, wala nang, wala nang ibig sabihin ng trusting the process kung hindi mag-antay ka. <laughs> Honestly. Because, because when you are so focused on rushing things, it will get done. It will get done well, but it will not last a long time. There are so many little lessons you will learn by sitting in a desk job for years. There are so many lessons to be learned when you are commuting to work until you finally buy that car, until you finally get a driver. There are so many learnings there. It's like fast food. Madali siyang gawin, masarap siya na it does the job, pero tataba ka right away. <laughs> diba? Whereas if you are making home-cooked food or slow food, mas matagal siyang gawin, masarap siya, pero in the end, it's better for your health. So you will live longer. It's the same thing. You There's... There's no shortcut talaga, Bianca, and to, to the audience. There, there really isn't a shortcut. You have to enjoy the journey. There is so much to learn um, when you are upset, when you are crying, when you are down, when you are, you know, happy. Um, all of those things kind of form the kind of success you will enjoy for a long, long time. Yeah, beautifully yeah. said. Absolutely yeah. agree. Yeah. And lastly, what yes. is one advice you wish you knew early on in your career that, that you would like to share to all teens, 20s, or even working Pinoys in their 30s? I think that you need to, for the creative people, you need to have a portfolio. That kahit gano ka pa kasikat, gano ka pa kahit kasison, you need to have a portfolio. For the others who are working, young, etc., you need to have a version of that portfolio. And that means a really good resume. And not just like a one-page resume with everything that you've done, but kind of like, you know, um, a lookbook of everything you've done in the past, whether it's like a photos or text or, you know, 
I don't know, like anything that you've done because that's how you are going to land the good jobs. Those are how you're going to land the high-paying rockets, ganyan. Because people are very visual. People like to read. Um, so if you have that compilation of work that you've done for however many years you've been working, you submit that. And that's going to give you the success. Of course, along with a lot of patience. Yes, and a lot of patience. Openness, curiosity, and that drive to serve others with whatever job you're in. Absolutely. Like you summarized it, Bianca. Hey, thank you so much, Suki. Thank you so much. I enjoyed listening to your story so much. Yes, yes. You're welcome. And thank you for joining me for this episode of Trust the Process. I love seeing your tweets, your Instagram story tags, and your posts about your favorite takeaways from our episodes. So yes, please do continue to tag me at I am Super Bianca, or you can join our community of supers. Uh, join our private Facebook group, the Paano Bato Kumustahan group. And just in case you are interested, all of these episodes, they have a video version that's shorter. And then, syempre, iba din kapag may visuals yung episode. It's a different experience, so you can check that out on youtube.com slash IamSuperBianca. I'm so excited for you to listen to the future episodes of Trust the Process. Marami pa to, guys. Such inspiring and empowering stories for you to trust your own journey and to honor your own pace. This is Paano Bato the Podcast, a Spotify exclusive, produced by me, Bianca Gonzalez, and Anima Podcasts. And to anyone who wants to start their own podcast, please check out Anchor. It's free and super easy to start your own podcast. Till our next episode, stay safe, supers! Stay safe, supers!